Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. Thanks for joining us on this Friday, 888-900-3393. Today is the big, exciting uh, D.B. Cooper Day. What happened to D.B. Cooper? If you've seen the uh, the Netflix special, there's a Netflix documentary about him. Uh, Where's D.B. Cooper or something, I think is the name of it. Uh, and it's really good, really interesting. Uh, we have that guy who did that documentary on with us. Um Euless, what's his first name? Eric. Eric Euless. Yeah, he'll be joining us in about an hour, and we'll talk about what may or may not have happened uh, with DB Cooper. Could he have just died? Well, I want to be clear yeah. uh, about something. I am not DB Cooper. Oh wow! Now that's okay. what the real DB Cooper would have. I am not yeah. DB Cooper. Exactly like DB Cooper mm-hmm. would say. So, let's be yeah. clear. All right. Well, we all know that. You've got the physique for it. You could have pulled it off if you wanted to. And so... Well, the plane has to get off the ground first. Right. So that you can then jump out of it. Problematic. Right. At best. So... Why? (laughs) Why what? Why would it be problematic? It's a a wind shear issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're talking wind shear. I'm talking about not being Mm -hmm. D.B. Cooper. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we believe you. I... (laughs) I personally believe you wholeheartedly. Maybe the truest thing you ever said. Uh, one of them, certainly. <laughs> so, uh, yesterday, first of all, let me take care of uh, the dumb thing I said during the discussion about uh, whether or not the embryos that were dropped were actually children, as ruled on right. by the uh, Supreme Court of Alabama. Um I said something about them not being fertile. Well, they wouldn't be embryos, right, if they're not fertilized. Is that right? I think that's right. You said something right. It'd be an egg. Yeah. It'd be an egg if it wasn't fertilized. So but the they are fertilized, but they are frozen. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then put away uh, somewhere. So I don't know how that works once you unfreeze them. Does that work every time? Probably no. not. No, that's it does probably not. why it's no, so why, expensive to do this. But then that's why they have multiple, uh, multiple of freezings. So what do you think of the, I mean, you are an open-minded cat, if you will. Wow. Uh, What do you think about embryos actually being children? I mean. It's a hard one. If you believe that Mm -hmm. life begins. At conception. At conception. Mm -hmm. Yes, and I do. I mean. I do. But should it be inside the woman before you believe that or not? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I, I would say, you know, I, it's hard to, the judges uh, were, t- at least the one judge talked about it uh, being, uh, you know, right from God. And it was just mm. like, oh, wow, is that a real judge? Yeah, now they're going after mm. the judges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, you have to now. You have to. Right. If they mentioned God, well, then you got to get know. rid of them. I know. You know, is that the, that prison uh, in Siberia has a vacancy now? <laughs> Maybe we just send them directly send them there, there, where they can share the same damn cell. Yeah, as Alexei Navalny had, they could put them all in that. Uh, that that'd be a great place for him. After mentioning <laughs> God, <would> be. <laughs> oh, you believe frozen uh, things are life? Do you go yeah, here? Yeah, go see. Let's see about that. Uh, there was a big AT and T outage. Now they kept saying. That Verizon and T-Mobile were also affected. Yeah, uh, and that may have been from overloading their networks because yeah. okay. AT&T All right. was having such trouble. So AT&T 
made a statement that it was a software update. Oh. Yeah. So they weren't hacked. Well, to shut up. It wasn't terrorism. Him, you know, Relax. 12 hours to acknowledge that, though. I don't know. That Weird. happens that, that, so often. The day before they made a big deal, the FBI and the UK agency made a big deal about uh, <laughs> shutting down the big hacking group uh, mm. that I'd never heard of before called Lockbit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I saw that, too. Yeah, and so, I mean, I, I don't want to disrespect uh, our evil or anonymous, but I had never heard of Lockbit before. So, I mean, they might have been anonymous or our evil might have said, um, mm-hmm. those guys are uh, nobodies. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I just I, I feel like there's more to this story. Uh, does feel like it because yeah. that was big yesterday. Yeah. And the fact that it, it took big. them so long to even say anything. Right. I, I My hunch is that they were behind the scenes talking with the government. And the government's like, um, tell them it was a software update you were doing. Because if it if it was a software update, you would think they'd come on and make the announcement. Yeah, that. Sorry, we're getting to it. We're on update. it. Yeah, we're, we're on it. We're working on it. Should be fixed mm-hmm. any minute now. But like, here's some tips. You know, use your Wi-Fi calling, like like we talked about right. on this show. Yeah. Um, and they could have gone to social media. I don't know the fact that what twelve hours went by. Yeah. And nothing. Hmm. I mean, it's still the same day. <laughs> cool. So everything's fine. Oh. Yeah, right. Might just be the first shoe to drop on the uh, communication wars. It might. Marco Rubio tweeted out, I don't know the cause of the AT&T outage, but I do know it'll be 100 times worse when China launches a cyber attack on America. That's for sure. On the eve of a Taiwan invasion. Mm. And it won't be just cell service they hit. It'll be your power, your water, and your bank. Nice warning from him because... We're not doing anything about no, our we're infrastructure. Not. We're not shoring it up against an EMP. We most definitely are not doing enough for that God, at all. It's And we've been calling for that for ever since I've heard of plenty EMPs. Of, pl- plenty of money to uh, spend on illegals and making yeah. sure they get every last sure. need met. Buying five-store ho- well, hotels so, to house them. I mean, I'm not even concerned about... I mean, we have to... We have to help people that are coming to America for freedom. Mm-hmm. But well, man, how much money have we given to Ukraine? Mm-hmm. That a could lot. have been uh, given to illegal aliens. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, illegal aliens. Yeah, 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 we could divert that right to the yeah. illegals yeah. coming here from China. And I, personally, I'm sick of you calling them illegal. Um, <laughs> well, no human being is illegal. You. So thank you for thank that you. reminder, <laughs> Jeffy. Appreciate that. Because sometimes I just get carried away. I know. And forget myself. A little frustrating. And yeah. Yesterday, uh, Joe Joe Biden was bashing Republicans again, still, as always. Uh, here's one of the things he had to say. Time and again, Republicans show they're a party of chaos and disunion. Yeah. This is not your father's Republican Party. Mm. They shout about a problem, but then do nothing to Don't solve Don't do the anything problem. about it. Bottom line is Republicans mm. have to decide. They have to Who decide. Who do they serve? This, I'm not, this is not hyperbole. Who do they serve? No, they okay. serve? Donald Trump mm-hmm. or, or the American people? Or the American people. That's a tough decision for him. It really is. I'm surprised he didn't throw in a Vladimir Putin. I know. Uh, you know, Democrats need to decide who they are going to serve. And this is not hyperbole. Satan or the American people? Are they going to continue to support Satan as they have been uh, for many, many decades now? Or will they turn to the American people finally? They're going to have to decide who they're going to serve. <laughs> Karl Marx or the American people? Well, I'm pretty sure I know what they decided. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right? They made that decision a long time ago. I'm so sick of him babbling about Republicans as if they've gone so far off the reservation. My gosh. Democrats are unrecognizable to any right-thinking human being who was a Democrat back in the 60s or the 50s. I mean, we've said many times, JFK would not be a Democrat if he were alive today. Now, if he shared the same policies that he had then... He'd be a, a pretty hardcore Republican. Yeah, he may have evolved, though. <laughs> Maybe. He may have evolved. Like the rest of them. That's right. They all have. Boy, that's for sure. <laughs> when you look at their old words, and we've played them before, from the 90s or even the 2000s, it doesn't matter. and you play what they're, care. what they're all about today, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. Just an incredible difference. And yet they're still in office. Right. So, in California yesterday, Joe walked hand-in-hand with Nancy Pelosi. This is cute. This was awesome. This is cute. Look at uh, This was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Going to get get their meds. What are they talking about? Their meds, probably? Is that what they're talking about? Yeah. I got another liver spot. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you dealing with those? Uh, How about a vodka? (laughs) How about we go drink? (laughs) Look at that. Look at that. Ugh. The blind leading the blind. Oh, my gosh. The frail leading the frail. Yeah, that's so exactly great. what it is. Oh, man. my gosh. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. At least I don't have a hammer coming out of my head. Oh, wait. <laughs> the, good, the good thing about them walking on a runway is at least you know it'll be flat. There's yeah, no steps, right. no speed bumps, nothing yeah, like I that. Know. I'm surprised Nancy is wearing those heels. Uh-huh. Oop, Nancy just tripped a little bit there. Yeah, those like. heels are tough for her. She's usually the Constitution does not say that a person can shout wolf in a crowded theater. Yeah. Uh, Whoa. Oh, oh, wow. That's a struggle getting oh, up. That is. That's a big step That there. first step is a doozy. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so then, then somebody oh, uh, took that, and they were very creative with, and, with that video. Okay, and they made this. Watch this. Call us for a special caring touch. America's choice in home care. <laughs> really funny. That is great. Really Pretty funny. Brilliant. Ah, there's some funny people that exist on this planet, aren't yes, there? Yes, there are. Also, along those lines, uh, here's Joe's Joe two days ago in Los Angeles. Just watch the look on his face yeah, here. That's the only important thing. Here, his face. He has no idea where he is. Look at him. No idea. He's gone. He's gonna win re-election anyway. Yeah, the mayor saves him. Yeah. Yeah. The mayor so so the someone in the press asked him about, um, about uh, are you using the State of the Union um, uh, for your uh, election purposes or something like that to, to launch your election? I don't know. And then you're right. The L.A. mayor jumps in and says, he's going to win re-election anyway. Woo! Yay! And they get him out of They snap him out of his trance because the yeah. look on his face, man. Uh, Joe, I don't know if you can get just a, a still shot of that. But that man, he comes in and out of consciousness. He has no idea where he is sometimes. Yeah. Well, Gives you great confidence yeah. in it this does. nation, doesn't it? It does. No, <laughs> let, it play, let it play a little bit here just for a second. Uh, I, I think he's surprised the press is there. Like This is the second time he seems surprised that the press is standing right there. Bobby? Uh, look at that. He gone. Also, Kamala was just interviewed where she assured us that she's ready to be president. She'll oh, step right on in. Oh, if, if need be, uh, <laughs> she's your gal, I guess. Is that her, is that her platform? Yeah, I'm your gal. Okay. 
What do you say to those concerns specifically if he had to pass the powers to you for one second, one minute, heaven forbid, and you know, I ask with all due respect, but you know, would you are you capable? Are you ready to step into the role and no. do whatever the I country would need? Absolutely ready. But thank God our oh. president is in good shape and good, good health shape. Good health. And is ready to lead in our second Clear. term. Oh good. Uh-huh. That's great. Uh-huh. That's powerful. It was. So enough uh-huh. said. All right. <laughs> I don't want to hear any more from you Republicans. I don't want to hear another word about it. <laughs> he's fine. He's uh thank goodness. He's vigorous. He's sharp. Wait, she said he's in good health? He's in good, good health. health. Wait, but hold on. Can you explain this picture? Because typically when, when you have the cone around your head like this, yeah. there's something wrong with Something's you. wrong. That picture's been making the rounds there, him and Commander. It's <laughs> about accurate. Did you realize that dog that dog story? Mm-hmm. They got rid of that dog back in the fall. We're just finding out about mm-hmm. it now. Oh, yeah. Somebody must have left. Plus. You're probably right. Plus. Mm-hmm. It said in that st- it said in one report that I read that it talked about the twenty four times that it attacked the Secret Service. Yeah, but they didn't count the staffers because mm. they said in that story twenty four times uh, documented of Secret Service plus staff members. My gosh! So it was more than the twenty four. Yeah, I mean they put up with it for a while. How time. is that dog still alive? I don't know. I mean, that's. I would think that maybe. I'm glad it is back in the fall. I really believe it's Joe's fault. They claim that they gave it to a family member mm-hmm. to go, like they did uh, the other one. Yeah. Uh, I would guess that if I'm a Secret Service agent, I put that dog down and buried him out back in the <laughs> garden. And what happened to a commander? Mm. I don't know. No. Must he have got out. Got out. Disappeared. Ran, ran away. Shoot. Don't say anything till any somebody says something, and finally somebody said something. You know, months later. Yeah. Honestly, that dog has probably been so neglected and abused by that family for so long. It probably took him six months to realize he wasn't around. <laughs> uh, wasn't there? Did we have a dog? A life form that was around here a while ago. A life form. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a big cat said too much. As we sit here today, the lives of babies still uh, in the womb hang in the balance. So let me talk to you for a minute about the most important and pressing issue of our day. It's the lives of the unborn. Can you think of anything more important than that? They need our help and our protection. The Ministry of Preborn empowers young expectant mothers in crisis to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies through ultrasound. Uh, They just administer the ultrasound for the woman she sees it realizes that's life inside of her and doubles the baby's chance uh to live it's so great so if you can help it is just 28 dollars to show a woman an expectant mother the ultrasound if you can donate 28 dollars, that'd be great maybe you can do 28 dollars a month whatever you can do uh it'll be greatly Appreciated. Over the past 15 years, preborn centers have counseled over 450,000 women considering abortion, and over 200,000 babies have been saved. Those are incredible numbers, but let's do more. Will you help to donate? Dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash pound. Is unleashed. Meanwhile, 
Democrat Representative Dan Goldman wants us to know that Donald Trump and Republicans are, well, they're in bed with Russia. Oh, no. Yeah. Again? Yeah, again. Still. Or still? Still. still okay, I think sorry. still. Every election, it seems, the Republicans <coughs> fall in favor with the Russians and are used either, yeah. as you said, wittingly or unwittingly, by Russian intelligence <laughs> to try to interfere in the election. You'll remember right. in 2016, right. mm-hmm. Donald Trump <coughs> says, Russia, if you're listening, we do find Hillary Clinton's emails. Five hours later, yeah. they searched for them and fished them and hacked them and got them. Mm. <laughs> you believe they're still... What are we using this narrative as they are desperately trying to remove Donald Trump from the ballot? <laughs> I can. We're the ones who are inviting Russia to interfere with our election while they, right out in the open, are trying to get him eliminated from this race. The hypocrisy, uh, the evil. Democrats always uh, are doing what they're accusing the other side. Every time. That's for sure. Every time. So we thought we'd refresh Goldman's memory with this clip from the 2012 presidential debate. Mm. A few months ago, when you were asked what's the biggest geopolitical threat facing America, you said Russia. (laughs) Not Al-Qaeda. You said Russia. In the 1980s or now, calling to ask for their foreign policy Uh, back because uh, the Cold War's been over for 20 years. I hated this then. Oh, my gosh. I know. It was asinine then. Now, how how asinine is it? So Romney saying that our biggest threat was Russia. You're right. Was the Republicans Republican. always working with the Russians? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Russia, Russia, Russia. <sighs> and this moment from that same year. My last election, basically. Yeah. And after my election, I have more flexibility. After my election, I have more flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. And this, I, this I will transmit this information to Vladimir. Okay, you do that. You do that. Ah! Obama telling Medvedev. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I'll totally be able to help out Russia. After the election, I'll be able to do whatever you guys want. But like I've been doing uh, in the meantime. Further proof to Dan Goldman's point, Republicans always working with the Russians. Oh, my gosh, yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Just, it's... Tiresome. No kidding. It's very tiresome. And I mean, the... I'm sure that paying off student debt doesn't have anything to do with, hey, like me and vote for me. Uh, he's just trying no. to help people out. Yeah. Well, he's uh, a helper. I was reminded uh, that, remember, he, they said that he was they were going to get an email from Biden saying, hey, it was me that paid off. Didn't they have some hissy fit over Donald Trump putting an email out, uh, sending it to uh, people about, uh, I forget what it was. And I just remember them having a hissy fit over uh, Donald Trump election interference, sending an email with the, the, your name on it to constituents. Mm. Mm. It was just uh, really uh, absolutely just another example of, you know, we can do it. You can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's like that with everything. It is like that on everything. Yesterday on tri- Twitter, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy posted a montage reminding us exactly who Letitia James is. As she continues to go after Donald Trump in New York, and they continue to try to wipe him off the oh, ballot. Yeah. It's another indication of what they're doing. Um, wipe him off the ballot and break, right out in the open, and just break any financial yeah, uh, oh, benefit he has. Absolutely. Let's check this out. He's called me venomous. We will fight back to your attempt to bring Trumpism to New York City. He's called me disgraceful. You are. 
called me radical. Listen, yes. we know he's crazy. Yes. We know he doesn't have a sound mind. Yes. We know he's out of control. Yes. We know he's losing it. Yes. We know his days are numbered and we will come together. He's called me a racist. Well, she is We've a, got to are. stand up to an, an administration Listen. which is too male, too pale, and too stale. Too male, too pale, too pale, too stale. That's good. That's a good line. Yeah. Mm. Let's too male, chant too it. pale, and too stale. Oh, yeah. yeah. Too male, too pale, and too stale. Thank you. <laughs> the Attorney General of the State of New York, Letitia James. <sighs> wow. Too she male, is... too pale, too stale. Too stale. <laughs> she is a nightmare. Mm. Although that's a good line. Mm -hmm. <laughs> good chant. It chants well. Yeah, it does. <laughs> So there you go. I mean, just a good reminder from the vague last night. Wow, are we in? Uh, I know we're in up to our necks, right up to our eyeballs. Uh, we're past our necks. I, it's incredible. The radicals where we find ourselves are here. not just in the streets. They have the levers Oof. of power in this country. Yeah, they do. Yep. Uh, the leader of El Salvador spoke at CPAC last night, though, uh, and had some interesting things to say. They don't have a democratic mandate. If they want a seat in the table, they should run for office. WEF, Soros, etc. Mm. Let the people vote. Mm -hmm. It will not be a pretty sight for them if the elections are free mm. and fair. I mean, who elected Soros <laughs> to dictate public policy and laws? Yeah. Why, why does he feel entitled to impose his agenda? Let me tell you something. Get Soros it. and his cronies hit a brick wall in El Salvador. Yes, hmm. Hmm. I hope that man has protection. Thank God, thank God, another glory be to him. Salvadorans are now immune hmm. to his influence. No one believes his lies anymore over there. Wow. I hope that's true. Uh, can you imagine back in the 80s and 90s us pointing to El Salvador's leader no, for inspiration it just, it on just, any topic? Yeah, it just feels like Soros oh. and the WEF had their attentions focused on the West. And, and now these little pockets of freedom are, yeah. are popping up in South America where they thought they had everything taken mm -hmm. care of down there. You see El Salvador, obviously Argentina with uh, Mille. Um, but uh, I love those two guys. And he had more last night. This is good stuff. The same thing was happening in El Salvador. In the span of less than a decade, gangs took control of all the country and our society. They evolved into a parallel government, controlling elections and even political parties. Yeah. Every aspect of the daily life of most people was controlled by the gangs. Murder capital of the world is a tragic title to hold. Mm -hmm. Getting rid of, what, of that was the bare minimum we had to achieve in order to even start thinking about rebuilding our country. But jumping out of the water when it's already boiling is an almost impossible feat. No kidding. You are not there yet. Mm. And believe me, you don't want to be. 
We did the unthinkable to cleanse our society. We arrested the terrorists, we, but we have to remove corrupt judges and corrupt attorneys and prosecutors. Judges, these corrupt judges and prosecutors were setting the gangs, the gang members free. Letitia James and Nancy Pelosi. And, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> and it wasn't just the gangs. Hmm. The corrupt system working tandem with the so-called international community, uh -huh. the NGOs, and of course the fake news, just like it happens here in the United States. Hmm. Seriously, wow. So, so they're they're and, and like El Salvador. And, and a lot of places in South America are on their way out of that kind of corruption mm -hmm. while we are stepping headlong well, into yeah, he, it. He said that we aren't, uh, our water isn't boiling yet. Mm, it's <laughs> pretty, pretty hot. hot. It's toasty. <laughs> yep. Uh, there might be a couple bubbles over there. Oof, man. We're at the beginning fart. of the oh, boil. Sorry. Right. Uh, There's some things that are happening there, though, that uh, I don't necessarily think are helpful uh do you see the jack posobiec uh thing that he was they really are working to overthrow democracy if you explain that if you explain that we're not a democracy right. and yes we're overthrowing what you claim this is what you want it to be but it isn't and that's what we're overthrowing but they're his big announcement yesterday was welcome to the end of democracy. We're here to overthrow it completely. We didn't get all the way there on January 6th, but we will endeavor to get rid of it and replace it with this right here. That's right, because all glory is not to government, all glory to God. Nice line. The rest of it, though, this claiming or playing right into their hands that that's the goal of the right to get rid of democracy <laughs> Unless you explain what you're talking about, that's going to backfire big time. That is not going to be. And then you're admitting that J6 was an effort right. to end whatever this country is. Uh, that's a little problematic to me. Not uh, terribly excited with that. Steve Bannon was apparently uh, received like a conquering hero, too. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So, I mean, some interesting things happening at and around CPAC, um, but I, I think we need to be careful. I need mean, our rhetoric should be. Mm. So that was Jack Posobiec's yeah message mm -hmm. that you were reading there about ending democracy. Yes, sure. Yeah, you, you don't want to talk over the heads of everyone, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Baby steps. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. We need to be precise. We need to be clear mm -hmm. because January sixth messed us up. It sure did. It created a real problem for Republicans going forward. And, you know, that's why we continually have to say, okay, yes, the, the violence, I don't right. agree with that. That wasn't good, but it was not an insurrection. Don't play into the insurrection theme, which is what he's doing here. Really? You didn't get it all the way done on January 6th? What? Jeez, that's not good. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's a problem. Maybe, I, maybe it's just me. Um, maybe it's fine. Maybe it's perfectly wonderful. And that's how we should be speaking as Republicans. But eh, it doesn't seem like it to me. No. Uh, all right. Don't forget, we've got uh, we've got our big Friday 
a conspiracy show coming up. We're going to talk about D.B. Cooper, the big hijacking, the only hijacking any American has ever pulled off successfully. And it's we're 50, what, 52, 51, 52 years into this thing. Still don't know what happened there. Still don't know what happened to the guy. So we we have the person who did the documentary, uh, Eric Eulis, coming up in about half an hour. Also, yesterday, speaking of conspiracies, the first private company to ever land on the moon successfully just did. Did they? Yes. Yes, they did. Did they? Yes, they did. I Jeffy. watched that whole stupid landing thing, or most of it. And it went super smoothly, right? Super smooth. <laughs> it was really anticlimactic. I was just, I couldn't take it. I really? mean, they finally, they didn't, and no one looked happy. After the point of it was supposed to have landed on the moon. Mm-hmm. By the way, they spent $118 million. NASA gave this intuitive $118 million. Maybe buy a GoPro and let me see that thing land on the right? moon. That's right. Well, Maybe buy a GoPro. Uh, the, you can't because the $118 million, then you'd have to do another $100. But it'd be about 100 bucks oh, yeah. for a GoPro. Uh, and then, you know, Plus, you might want to insulate it against yeah, the, con- the, the weather conditions. So now you're looking at a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, yeah. Now you're can't talking about $118,200,000. <laughs> and can't do that. Can't do that. Couldn't so, afford I mean, it. They went on and on, and they finally, wait, okay, we got a signal. We have a yeah. signal. And, uh, and apparently the signal's good. really weak. But it wasn't the beginning for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it took over. The autonomous vehicle took over, went away from intuitive. It was just a, well, those a pictures, strange thing. Pictures from 1969 were a lot clearer, weren't they? Hey, yeah, all the pictures I saw were all simulations. Now, maybe there's some real ones out there. I, I don't know. But congratulations. Congratulations. Yep. More coming up in just a minute. Or two. Or three. Ish. Pat Gray Unleashed. Just for uh, reference, you know, we we're talking about the Jack Posobiec uh, thing from um, from CPAC, where he said we need to end democracy. Welcome to the end of democracy. When you yeah. hear what he said, yeah. it kind of puts it all into context. Uh, listen to this. All right, welcome, welcome. I just wanted to say, look, welcome to the end of democracy. <laughs> we are here to overthrow it completely. Yeah. We didn't get all the way there on January sixth, but we will, we, we will endeavor to, forget, to get rid of it and replace it with with this right here. We'll replace it with this right, right. here. Amen. That's right, because all glory, all glory is not to government, all glory to God. That's where he was serious. Yes. The rest was kind of joking, and they're using it on these left-wing sites as if it was uh, a real thing. Yeah. Like he's just saying, end democracy. Which, by the way, again, if you explain it, should happen. Because <laughs> why We're is not that? Thank you. a democracy. Okay. But uh, they, uh, they'll never give you that, uh, that amount of no deference at all. They always, they don't give us any sort of, like we do all the time. Now he could have meant this. I, but they never do that. Uh, so they're just evil bastards, right? Just evil bastards bent on on uh, ending America. Pasovic also uh, tweeted out an emergency press release, his plan to end democracy, okay. which includes end paper ballots, remove all voter ID, 
Replace in-person voting with low-integrity options. <laughs> Place state assets in all media. Wait, I think we've accomplished all uh, I this. think we've done this. Uh, this is like the communist goals, the 45 communist goals. They've accomplished almost all of them. Uh, censor social media. Lock up protesters. Arrest the opposition leader four times. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like we've gotten there. Feels like uh, that's already we happened. Have. So we're well on the way. Uh, congratulations, America. It, it's, uh, it's frustrating, and it's frightening, and what are we going to do about it? Are we going to do anything? At least get to the polls. At least wake up your neighbors, your friends and your neighbors. Call your representatives. Uh, let them know what's on your mind. And I sure wish they would go to our plan of uh, forcing everybody to legislate from their own district. That'd be great. That step that, would be huge. That's a huge step. Where you're always subject subject to your, your constituents. They're always within earshot of you. They're always showing up at your office and telling you what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. It'd be amazing. That and term limits turn this country around. Really would. Uh, all right. We've got this um, uh, Benny Jenkins video here. Benny Jenkins is Joe Biden's undersecretary of... Of arms control? Uh, of arms control. Yeah, undersecretary. Yeah. Um, wow. I didn't know there was an undersecretary. Of arms. How many arms. different... Does he have uh, an undersecretary of legs? <laughs> How many different um, uh, members of the bureaucracy are they? And this is uh, Bonnie Jenkins, uh, and she was in front of uh, a House subcommittee last week where Congressman Brian Mast had just a few simple questions that, that anybody should be able to answer, but apparently but not, uh, not because no. this administration is equal parts evil and stupid, and yes. I believe that well, she, Bonnie here is probably both. All right. Under You're Secretary. here representing the idea that you support a Palestinian state, correct? We support a two-state solution. Okay. Have you looked at that objectively? Uh, what do you mean, have you looked at it objectively? Have you analyzed that objectively? Um, this is this is something that we do support. Yeah, uh, that's not an answer. Have you analyzed a second this Palestinian state objectively? Have you have you analyzed it objectively? Uh, I'm not sure exactly what you're asking. Okay. That would it be subjective? How okay, so have you done that? No, I have not. You ha if if <laughs> if I understand your question, you might not be because I can't believe that you would answer it in that way. If you, mm. So uh, let me just start over. You're here. Mm -hmm. uh, representing support for a Palestinian yes. state, correct? Yes. yes. Have you analyzed that support objectively? <laughs> yes. But you just said no. So well, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. I thought I made it pretty simple, but you said no. But I'll grant you that now you said yes, you have looked. So, having looked at it objectively, which I would assume somebody in your position does, uh, who would you assess would lead that Palestinian state? Pick a group. You could name a group, but I'm saying Hamas, Palestinian Authority, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, Fatah, some other group. Who would lead it? Um, I think that has to be uh, something that's considered. I don't think I'm in a position to say Who did you now. objectively assess would lead it in determining you have support for a Palestinian state? I don't, I don't want to. I don't think that I can answer that question. I think this, has, this is part of a larger discussion. But you objectively assess that you support a Palestinian I state do support in objectively assessing that. Who do you assess would lead that state? What group that does not receive military support from, say, Iran, do you assess would lead that, that state? Um, I understand your question. 
but I think I would have to have a little. I, I would. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel comfortable saying that without. Have you not more assessed what group would lead it? Have you or have you not assessed who would become the leader of that Palestinian this is part, state? I, this is part of a larger discussion. But have you or have you not assessed that? I, I have. Mm. This is a part of a larger discussion. I don't yes. think I can't answer that question. Came here and said no. there should be a Palestinian state. Have you or have you this. not assessed who would lead that? Just yes or no. Have you looked at who would lead it or have you not? I, I support a two-state solution. I know you said that what numerous that? times. Have you or have you not assessed who would become the leader of that state? How does she even Fatah, hold office? Hamas, Palestinian PDI. Islamic Jihad, yeah, Palestinian PDI. Authority, somewhere else. I don't feel comfortable. I'm sorry. I don't feel comfortable. You don't care. Question, feel comfortable feel saying if you have assessed something. No, what I don't feel comfortable <laughs> is making a statement when I think it's part of a larger discussion. Just answer. Have you assessed it? Have there you assessed an, who there, would lead there, it? Put it this way. There, there will be an assessment. Of this question, apparently there the Do you assess that a Palestinian state would be more likely to be designated as a major non-NATO ally like Israel or Egypt, or would you assess that they would have to be labeled a state sponsor of terror? I can't answer that. You have you assessed that? I, these are questions that I'm not in a position to answer. I'm asking if you ah. you are in the position to answer if you have assessed whether that would be the case. This is part of a discussion that I I don't think that I should be making those decisions or, or answering these questions. Why do you think that we should make a country out of a people that just conducted a Jewish genocide four months ago? Oh, okay. Have you assessed that? Um, I'm not sure what you're... What you're asking. Can I have time to repeat the question for her, Mr. Chairman? Yes. Since she doesn't understand. So the question, to repeat it, since you said you don't understand. Mr. Chairman, it, is, I continue to object. Why do you want to make a country Mr. of a Chairman. people that just conducted a Jewish genocide? Mr. I think Chairman. I said it very clearly. Please answer. I think you did. I'm not going to respond to a question about um, about that. Sorry. Wow. Oh, sorry. Your government at work, right there. Oh my gosh. Brian Mass is like. Why do I have this job? Wow. What am I doing here? Were they... Wow. Were they playing the Get Smart music? Yeah, I don't know the, what the deal the, was with that. The, yeah, the, the yeah way too loud. <laughs> Again, why do they do that? Put this together. It's so distracting. If you're going to do that and you're trying to add to the, I don't know, entertainment value, you're trying to make it more humorous, you didn't really need it. Yeah. But bring down the level for the love of heaven so we can hear and concentrate on what's going on. But that's good, huh? Our government at that's work. Good. Yes, that's absolutely. That's a good uh, DEI appointee there by Joe Biden and the Marxists she, that run this nation. She has no idea what assessed means. No. <laughs> have, you, have you been objective in your assessment? I, I don't understand. I have to get my talking points from the George Soros Institute before I can respond. Can we put that graphic back up? Good catch by Chris. By Chris! Chris caught this. Um, Forbes with the graphic there. Um, House Foreign Affairs Committee holds a hearing. Hearing. (laughs) Get your I and your R backwards there. Jeez. I mean, the typos are everywhere, man. Well, they were were, uh, considering uh, what music to play. (laughs) <laughs> so they did another. You can't do everything. I don't think another misspelling <laughs> on. Um, it was uh, a Joe Biden video. The Joe Biden video. Yeah, Joe Biden. They video. misspelled strength. He, yes. Where was this? 
he was doing he did a video that did hit social media we have it it was about uh i think he was talking about ukraine Mm. uh and the funding for ukraine Mm. and then uh i i I sent it in so we should have you can watch the beginning of the video but the the they talked about how the video is uh you know like got dozens of jump cuts so there's nowhere yeah i think they said 28 i mean it's just impossible for him to do a two-minute video Mm -hmm. right you know i i get you know okay you screw up once so it's clip 21 right is that what you're okay i i don't know that but uh, if it is then let's go ahead and play it it's 21 yeah, but then there's an attack a, on one is an attack on all. Okay, so that's what NATO's Article about Five the words, says. Uh, it's a the, simple but powerful concept, and it embodies why one of America's greatest sources of strength is our alliance. So, 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 not only right there. Us, oh, go back to that. To right. the they, the go back about ten the, seconds. Well, they have the screenshot. They should have the oh, screenshot okay. of just strength. There it is. Go ahead and uh, strengths. Attack on all. They misspelled strengths. Yeah, and you see that they jump cut this. A lot of times. They're not just trying to be hit. That's what NATO's Article 5 says. That's it's a it simple but powerful concept. Yeah, we don't need and embodies guys. why one of America's yeah. greatest sources of strength is our alliance. So, he can't even do it when he's recording it. One of America's greatest sources of strength What? So not only did they spell it, I think the way he said it, that's yes, why it's that's, misspelled. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> so right. Maybe they shouldn't be trying to spell it phonetically as he is saying it. That would Absolutely. be helpful that right could there. Be. So Forbes gets it wrong. My gosh. Uh, here. Yeah. And we mm-hmm. can't even, I mean, it's the same, maybe the same people are doing for the president too. Who knows? It's possible. It's, who knows? Uh, amazing. All right. Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Made's sheets. They're inspired by NASA. Miracle Made uh, uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. These sheets are infused with silver that prevent up to 99.7% of bacterial growth. So that means they stay cleaner and fresher three times longer than other sheets. You don't have to, uh, I mean, no gross bacteria to be sleeping in every night. Go to TryMiracle.com slash Pat and try Miracle-Made Sheets today. And uh, whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you'll also save over 40%. If you use the promo code Pat at checkout, you'll get three free towels too and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, they've backed it up with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you're not 100% satisfied, you get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to TryMiracle.com slash Pat. Use the promo code Pat and claim your free three-piece towel set. Save over 40%. That's TryMiracle.com slash Pat and treat yourself. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, so 
as long as we're talking about behind-the-scenes videos and edits and all that stuff, you got to play clip 12. It's an Illinois state senator who's previewing the budget. Now, you could take the serious angle and think, oh my gosh, let's listen to what he's saying about uh, congratulations, Illinois, you're spending tons of tax dollars on illegals. Congratulations, welcome to the party. Right. Or we could do the behind the scenes, which uh, distracts you from the message, which is the people that are trying to figure out, do I walk behind the guy who's recording or not? But by the end, awesome. by the end, this one guy walks behind All I can think of, that's Jeffy. Jeffy would just be like, <laughs> well, I'm we, walking through I'm this walking. scene. What Let's play this clip 12. What are we Hi, doing? Illinois State Senator Dan McConkie here. Just got out of the oh. governor's oh. annual oh. budget speech. <laughs> Let me tell you what's in it. A oh, billion dollars in taxes oh, no. for you I gotta and get to the New other taxes, side, though. raising taxes, a lot of it on the working <laughs> poor. And where are we going to spend it? We're going to spend it more on undocumented immigrants, on migrants coming here, free health care, other benefits. This is a travesty from the start. There's some good things in the budget, sure. Yeah, sure. But a real big problem here, increased taxes for you, uh, more yeah, spending on illegal immigrants and migrants. I'm going through. I love it. The two people I'm are like, sorry. whoa, no, I'm not getting through. in this shot. And then here comes no, Jeffy. Yeah, oh, yeah, boodle, 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 like, I don't boodle. care. <laughs> I don't care. I got to get to the other side. But congratulations, Illinois. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying the illegals in your fair state. Yeah, that's fun. Oh, is that what he was talking about? Something. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? That was part of what he was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, a lot of the budget is going to illegals, which is fantastic. I mean, they good? Yeah. Right? Uh, all right. 888-900-3393. Uh, Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter. It's youtube.com slash pat gray if you want to check us out on youtube uh and they haven't censored absolutely everything we've said so far today uh which is a possibility Mm. frankly uh scientists have dealt another blow to gender ideology confirming the obvious men and women are different our brains work differently what Radical feminist theorists such as Judith Butler and various exponents of transgenderism have suggested that sex, or at the very least gender, assuming there is a difference, is socially constructed. Right? We hear right. That all That's the time. Right. We hear it all the time. Const- Always. Social construct. But a group of Stanford medicine researchers rained on the gender ideologues parade this week with a new study indicating that no amount of social construction or cosmetic surgery can hide the fact of your actual sex on a brain scan. Hmm. Interesting. The study... On a brain scan. Yeah. Right. Uh, The study published Monday in the Proceedings of the National Academy of Science identified highly replicable, uh, generalizable, and behaviorally relevant sex differences in human function, brain organization localized to the default mode network the striatum and limbic network nailed it you got all that right that's right that, uh, Jeffy, oh, the limbic I think you network probably, is right over here okay and the, if the this is a map of the brain show us where the olympiatic muscle is right okay. here all right so i knew you were soaking all <laughs> yeah, that in because weren't you involved in the study <clears throat> uh, not this particular study oh, okay no. all right <laughs> simply put though uh that was a little bit complicated Men's and women's brains are not only physically distinct, but they operate differently. Interesting. Huh. What? But what if I feel so like a woman? So the baseline, yeah. I mean, you can yeah, still feel matter. like a woman. You can still, 
yes, you can feel like a woman if you want to. Yeah. Uh, you but can feel like a woman, you can feel like a man. But it, it doesn't make you a woman or a man right. because you say you identify that way. Hmm. Isn't that interesting? I mean, it is. It is. Base, I don't know. What some would say that it's almost baseline science. Almost. Uh, almost yeah. feels like the, the tide is turning on this uh, ridiculousness. Well, it has to. I, I mean, right? Either that or we totally collapse. You're destroying lives forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got uh, we got our big our big uh, free thought Friday show, thinking. Uh, free thinking, free thinking sure. Friday. <laughs> I could never get that right. <laughs> Eric Eulis about uh, DB Cooper next. There are only two genders. Pat Gray unleashed. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. Sure is. Welcome to it. Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, It is our Free Thinking Friday show where we tackle at the... Last Friday of every month, we uh, tackle a conspiracy theory or something of real interest. And in the past, we've done, what have we done? The moon landing. Moon landing, flat earthers. Flat earthers. Uh, it's fun. Uh, Oklahoma City was Oklahoma fascinating. City was I'd like to delve into amazing. that a little bit more, actually. Yeah. Young Earth. The Young, Young Earth, Earth was theory. awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And today, we're looking into D.B. Cooper. For those who are maybe under... 40 and, and have never heard of db cooper me he was uh really chris you'd never heard of him till now other than criminal minds that's about it oh all yeah. right well he pulled off the only successful american hijacking in history and uh well let's get our guest on uh we've got eric ulis here to join us uh eric has done a netflix documentary on this uh subject uh eric welcome to the blaze thanks for coming on my my pleasure to be here, guys. All right. Uh, so, first of all, wh- why don't you walk us through who DB Cooper is and uh, what happened on that day? Was it 1972 or 73? It was 71, actually. Oh, November neither. Oh, hey. Okay, neither. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Great start. Okay, 1971. Uh, so, what happened? Yeah, basically, uh, the quick, uh, short summary version is the guy shows up at uh, Portland International Airport, puts down 20 bucks, buys a one-way ticket from Portland to Seattle, which is typically a 36-minute flight. Uh, As the jet was preparing to take off, he uh, presents one of the flight attendants with a note saying he has a bomb and that he's skyjacking the jet. And over the next several hours, he issues several demands, which include basically $200,000 in cash, four parachutes. He wants all that stuff uh, in Seattle before he's going to let the jet land. Uh, And he says, hey, if I get that stuff, I'll go ahead and let the passengers go. Uh, The authorities pull all that stuff together. He lets the passengers go. Of course, after he lands the jet in Seattle, he lets the jet land in Seattle. They're on the ground for a couple of hours. Then he orders the pilots to head south, fly to Mexico. Uh, they're going to have to make a refuel stop in Reno. Uh, and about half an hour after taking off from Seattle, as the jet's flying south, somewhere over the uh, Vancouver, Washington area, 
there's a sudden bump that occurs because the jet that he happened to be on was the 727, which has this air stair apparatus that deploys from the back bottom of the jet. And uh, the, the, the guy rolled, man. He jumped out of the jet 10,000 feet up with the parachute, 200 grand, never Jeez. to be seen or heard from again. So we don't know anything about the guy. Don't know his real name. Don't know where he came from, where he went, whether Amazing. he lived or died. But we know he got away with it. <laughs> yeah. 53 years ago, this happened. Now, did the uh, did this the jumping out of the plane, Here here's a guy who uh, probably had done this before. Uh, you would guess he had yeah. some skills in that regard, right? You would think that, but it's very interesting. There were several copycats who emulated his event in the in the wake of DB Cooper. Oh, uh, most of the copycats actually had never jumped before. That's the first notable thing to consider, huh. and every single one of them survived. So we really can't be certain whether the guy uh. had ever jumped before or not. So yeah, we don't we don't know whether he strapped on all four parachutes or uh, you know what what he did he to dive with them all. No, no, he just he took uh, one of the main parachutes, put him on his back, and then he took one of the reserves, which he didn't use as a parachute. I believe he actually used that to hold some of the ransom money. Okay, and two of the four parachutes he just left on board. Oh, okay, the yeah, jet. That's, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. And what's the theory behind him asking for four? parachutes was that because he suspected that they might mess with one of them if if they just gave him one uh it wouldn't work was that his thought process there you know that could be part of the process the other thought that crossed the mind of the authorities is perhaps he was going to force one of the flight crew to actually jump with him therefore mm. more or less ensuring that they didn't mess with the parachutes okay oh, so uh 53 years later we still have no idea what happened to him he might have died uh, nobody knows, but no body was ever found, right? So, or, or nobody who, who could have been a fit that description or any of that. I can promise you, if I found the two hundred grand with a guy hanging from a tree, I would not have said anything. <laughs> 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 but there was no evidence, right? Did they ever find? They never found the shoot or or uh, any other evidence of his jump. They found some money right? though, They've, right? Years yeah. later. Yeah, here's the really mysterious part is eight years after the jump, they actually found $6,000 of the $200,000 buried in the sand along the Columbia River. The problem is it was in a place nowhere near where they suspected that he jumped. And there was no natural explanation for how the money got there. So I think that indicates the guy actually got away with it. I think he temporarily buried the money there. You know, presumably came back at some point in the middle of the night, uh, collected the cash, accidentally left six grand behind, you know, three packets of 20s, and, and there you go. Mm. Interesting. I'd be pissed. And, you know, right? I went to all that trouble. I want it all. Yeah, I, no I, doubt. I want to be yeah. leaving $6,000 behind. <laughs> uh, what was it? There were some things that uh, he said to the... Uh, flight attendant on the flight, right? That that have given us some clues into his past or who he might have been. Well, he he did appear to recognize the Puget Sound region, the Seattle region from the air. There are a couple of things that he mentioned about that. But importantly, I think what you're driving at here is that he issued some demands when the jet took off from Seattle. He wanted the jet to remain unpressurized, fly under 10,000 feet. He wanted the landing gear down. And very interestingly, he requested or rather ordered that the flaps be at the situated in the 15% 
15 degree position, which is uh, pretty, uh, it's, it is specialized basically to the Boeing right. 727. So he clearly appeared to have some familiarity with aviation in general and the Boeing 727 specifically. What do they think? And I should mention also a critical thing, that air stairs door that I was talking about that he jumped from, he actually mm -hmm. wanted that down on takeoff, but the pilots refused. He ended up relenting and uh, letting the jet take off with the air stairs in the up position. But then shortly after taking off, he did lower those mid-flight. Why would he want the landing gear down during the flight? I, I, I believe that the reason he wanted it down is it more or less enabled him to control the speed of the jet. I mean, as mm -hmm. it was, it was traveling about 200 miles an hour, which is a reasonably violent jump. It's not going to kill you, but it's a reasonably violent jump. And, I, and obviously having the landing gear down ensures that the pilots, you know, decided not to jack with the guy and, you know, go tooling out of 500 miles an hour. And you know, obviously no one's going to survive that kind of a jump. So I, I suspect that's part of it. Wow. So who are the main suspects now? Have they completely dropped this? Um, is the FBI done with this completely? They've closed that case and they're not, they're not worried about it anymore? Well, here's, here's the breaking news with all of this. They actually did close the case in July of 2016, but recently uh, they basically restarted the case, reopened the uh -huh. case. And that's because in March of last year, I filed a lawsuit requesting access to a clip-on tie, a skinny black clip-on tie that he left behind, uh, because there's a particular part of that tie that I identified that nobody else realized existed that may contain a complete DNA profile for D.B. Cooper. So mm. it appears that uh, the FBI, I was asking for access to the tie to have a DNA special specialist look at that. Uh, took it to court. I ended up losing, but basically I was asking for access. But it appears that part of the reason why the FBI pushed back so hard on this is because they actually decided to test the tie themselves. Well, that would be a good idea. So they actually have reactivated the case uh, recently in the last six months, as far as I understand. So have they tested the tie then? Yeah, do we do we, do we know about documentation that? on that? They they have not said anything about it, but the if you read the tea leaves, it's pretty clear that they tested the part of the tie, this little metal spindle that I was referencing in my lawsuit, that they actually did get a DNA profile, and they have actually retested some of the DNA from some of the primary suspects uh, that they had looked at previously, uh, specifically 2004. Uh, so uh, I, that may be the extent of their 2023 slash 2024 investigation i don't know but it's pretty clear that none of those suspects actually match the new profile that they have on hand the new dna profile so right. uh, with respect to what the D the fbi is doing at, at this point i really don't know i'm just not certain well the the clip on tie would give you a clue that he's not exactly a, a fashion aficionado <laughs> uh he had really bad taste in clothing so we 71. know that it's yeah. a good look what are you talking about <laughs> clip on ties have never been a good look unless you're three <laughs> then <laughs> then it's fairly accept acceptable uh all right so in in the following 53 years uh they've they've compiled virtually no other new information about this than they originally had? They basically came up with very little, but I want to say there was a uh, there was an FBI agent, a guy named Larry Carr, who was heading the investigation around the 2007 time frame, and he actually decided to think outside the box with respect to this. 
and he opened up the case to a certain degree and put a lot of information out there to the public. And that got a lot of people like myself who were just sort of private citizens who thought, you know what, I think I can figure out who this guy was. And (laughs) since that point in 2007, there's actually quite a bit we've learned about the guy, specifically because we've had access to the tie, that clip-on tie in the past, and we put it under an electron, scanning electron microscope, and there are particles and things on there that appear to indicate that this guy... Uh, worked for a specialty metals company in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania area. So there actually is a lot that we've learned recently, not uh, the the, the Mm. DNA notwithstanding. What was it that got you interested in this case initially? How, how did you just, come to follow this? You know, it's it's one of those things where uh, I, I always kind of knew of the case. I mean, I remember, I think I probably first learned of it in the late 70s. And it's just one of those things that's kind of in the back of my mind. And I was one of those guys that tried to, you know, figure out the Rubik's Cube and all that kind of thing. And at some <laughs> point, about 15 years ago, I thought, you know what? This case is still unsolved. I, I, I bet you I could figure out who this guy was. And it just started out as like a guilty pleasure, a personal challenge, and it just kind of morphed into something, you know, much bigger accidentally over time. Wow. Uh, And there's, I mean, there's been a lot of people, I think you mentioned that there are people who just become fascinated with this and start chasing it down, thinking they're the ones who are going to uncover who D.B. Cooper really was. Because first of all, that wasn't even his actual name, right? Yeah, it's an interesting truth in the story. You know, this is 1971 where you go to the ticket counter, you give any kind of name you yeah, want. Airports no were completely required. different. There's no TSA or anything. Yeah. And he gave the name Dan Cooper to the ticket agent. So the ticket was written out to a Dan Cooper. Uh, the, the thing is that right after skyjacking took place, the media accidentally started reporting his name as D.B. Cooper. Somebody overheard the wrong name or something. Uh, and the authorities pretty quickly realized and the media realized, no, it's not D.B. Cooper. It's Dan Cooper. But it's like I said before, he's just a more badass name. Yeah, it's so we've been stuck. So we've been rolling with that for the last 53 years. We're speaking That's with tremendous uh, Eric Eulis about the D.B. Cooper situation. He's got uh, a fascinating documentary on Netflix about it. We'll get into more with him and some of the suspects uh, over the years coming up in just a minute. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they are that's one of the reasons why I love them so much. Uh, Glenn and the team there have been great supporters of this show, and we love them back. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. So you don't have to compromise quality in order to you know, align yourself and those you do business with with your values. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military and veterans and first responders. They've got 100% U.S.-based customer service. That makes switching really easy. You can keep your number if you want. You can keep your phone. You can change both, whatever you want to do. Their team is going to be happy to help you find the best plan to fit your needs. So just go to patriotmobile.com slash pad, or you can call 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation when you use the offer code pad. Make the switch today. It's patriotmobile.com slash pad or 972-PATRIOT. Pat Gray Unleashed. It's our Free Thinking Friday as we explore the mystery 
of D.B. Cooper today with our guest, Eric Eulis. Eric, loved your Netflix documentary. Um, one of the things that you bring up there is that Americans were kind of enamored with him at the time, weren't they? People were... I guess excited that somebody got away with a hijacking and didn't hurt anybody. Yeah, no, there's no doubt about it that uh, there were a lot of people immediately after the skyjacking took place that thought, hey, you know, who cares? Like, this is great. You know, some guy rolled out and ripped off 200 grand from yeah, they you know, gave him the, the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, uh, and and I think actually that probably frustrated the uh, the attempts of law enforcement to actually capture this guy to some degree. So. How many actual people, suspects, are there? Uh, Two-fold question. How many actual suspects are there that we believe were Dan Cooper, D.B. Cooper? And I thought, the how many deathbed confessions have there been? Because I thought the one guy in Florida well, was D.B. Cooper. there's been something north of a thousand suspects oh. that the FBI oh, wow. has looked at. Now, with respect to... <laughs> To the number of deathbed confessions, I'm, I'm really not sure. We've I've heard conflicting numbers, but I mean certainly dozens of deathbed confessions. So I don't know what that says about mm. the the human condition or some people where they got a sort <laughs> okay, of almost kind of like underst- okay. So we have, does, we have dozens of deathbed confessions, but I, I really did. I thought the one guy uh, that they reported on in Florida. Uh, I mean, he's the guy, yeah. right? I mean, he's he's the he, he was the guy. Uh, no way in hell. I know who you're talking about. You're talking about Dwayne Weber. Uh, yeah, no, he, he, he wasn't the guy. I don't think that uh, the real D.B. Cooper is known yet to the authorities. Hmm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, okay, you mentioned the necktie. Um, there, there were cigarette butts uh, that I think that uh, were looked at. I think, weren't they from, uh, they were like Raleigh filter tips. I just read on this. Uh, that he smoked? Yeah, that I, yeah, looking before we did this episode. But yeah, my grandpa used but, to But those. didn't, didn't uh, the FBI, uh, tell us what happened with that evidence. Well, the, the, there were eight cigarette butts that were left behind. They were sent to Quantico. They were analyzed at Quantico. Again, this is 1971, so they're just kind of looking for fingerprints. Right. Uh, they're just trying to determine what kind of cigarettes they were. They were Raleigh, uh, you know, soft pack cigarettes, king size. And this was when, uh, obviously, uh, when you can smoke on, an, on a flight. Uh, and so that, he was that, smoking on the flight, right? That's correct. That's yeah. correct. The, the real shame here is that once the once Quantico analyzed the cigarette butts, they actually destroyed them. There, for, for a period of time, they thought maybe they were lost, but they weren't lost. They were actually destroyed by the FBI. <laughs> Unbelievable. Why would they so, do yeah. that? Insanity. Why would they do that? Uh, it, I mean, this is our government at work. Oh, my gosh. All right. And how about the hair samples that they found in the seat? Uh, those were lost. We don't lost. know where they are. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> This yeah, leads you, you got, to what you got two, two hair samples I, that were uh, were analyzed, put in glass slides, and to this day we have no idea where they are. So those were certifiably lost. I don't I don't think they were destroyed. It's yeah. like they were trying right. to screw up this investigation. Yeah. Hey, could you do any worse if you were trying? It's like we say all the time on the air: if you were trying to destroy the country, what would you do differently than they're doing right now to us? It's the same with this investigation. So, uh, Eric, he was apparently uh, people believe him to have been uh, in 1951 or 1971 uh, in a man in his mid 40s, right? So that would put him 
late 90s now if you were still yeah, alive he would be about 100 years old at this point yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so it's really unlikely that the guy still uh lives but he might have lived a pretty decent life on two hundred thousand dollars which is what one is it almost two million in today's money Cool. It's about 1.6 million. In okay, that's back money. when money that's the was guy money. Smart about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wow. set himself up. Do we think he had a connection to Boeing at all? Yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty clear there was some sort of connection to Boeing. I don't think he worked at Boeing, but I, I do think it's highly likely that he worked for a, a major subcontractor for Boeing. Again, this mm-hmm. this company yeah, that was collapsed. called Crucible Steel in the Pittsburgh area. Well, yeah, because he knew certain things about the yeah. plane that most people wouldn't know, and there was right. not—it's not like there was internet where you could get those facts <laughs> uh, back then. So, gosh, that'd be a pretty good guess. That would be yeah. that there was yeah. some Boeing connection. Uh, it, what, what about a military connection? Do they do they think that there is a military uh, tie there as well? Well, they really don't know, but given the guy's age and the time, you know, you know, obviously World War II, Korea, Vietnam, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 a very real possibility that the guy had some sort of military experience in one of those previous uh, wars or conflicts. At yeah. that age, it probably would have been Korea, and he would yeah. have, uh, that's where he would have become knowledgeable with parachutes, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. possible. I'm not an FBI. I, I didn't destroy any evidence, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I remember years ago when, when I was hearing about this, it, it pops up every once in a while. About every decade or so, people start talking about D.B. Cooper, it seems like, again. And there was a point where it seemed like the consensus sort of was that he died in the attempt. Is that possible? Yeah, that, that definitely was. Well... Given that, again, $6,000 of the money was found in the condition it was found in and where it was found in, uh, I think it pretty clearly indicates that he survived. He got mm. away with it. It's also important to note that the guy jumped somewhere near Vancouver, Washington. I mean, this isn't Antarctica here. There are a lot of people that live in that area. Right. A lot of people have searched for the guy, and nothing has ever been found. So no parachute, no body. You know, no money blowing in the wind or anything of that nature. So I think it's pretty clear that the guy actually did get away. Just the six thousand that was buried, right? We that documented that that was part of the ransom money that was given to him. Yeah, they had serial numbers recorded in mm. advance, and that that money matched. Yeah. yeah. And where did the money come from? Who coughed that up? The two hundred thousand. Uh, well, it came literally from Sea First Bank in downtown Seattle, but ultimately, 180,000 of the 200,000 ransom was was covered by the insurance company and Northwest Orient Airlines had huh. a $20,000 deductible. Interesting. So no <laughs> wonder, no wonder uh, people thought he was a hero. Yeah. Because he didn't really take it from the little people. He took it from some big corporation that yeah. they don't care about, <laughs> and it's just fine, and nobody got hurt, and so. Let's celebrate it. It's, it's also. It's, I think it's also important to remember the time because this is you know 1971. So this is the in the wake of the assassinations of you know JFK, Martin Luther King Jr., Robert yeah. Kennedy. You know yeah. Kent State had happened just before Oof. that. You've got yeah. you know all kinds things. of uh, turmoil going on in the United States, civil unrest, so to speak. And uh, so I think there are a lot of people that basically just had enough with the government, basically, <laughs> and they're just thinking, hey, yeah. you know what? I, some dude took it out on uh, some insurance company who gives a crap, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot yep. of people may still feel that today. 
Yeah. <laughs> not me. For sure. I mean, not me. I no, not you. Know. You're too much of a law and order guy. Of course not you. Down the... Uh, so, Eric, if uh, uh, have is there somebody that you've settled on that you really believe it to have been? I don't know who D.B. Cooper was. There is a particular person of interest, a guy named Vince Peterson, who was a metallurgist who worked at this crucible steel that I referenced earlier, a major subcontractor for Boeing. He's a particular interest because it does appear that the evidence, as far as I understand it, points in that direction. But having said that, I, I really don't know. Wow. And that's, uh, I, you know, so that I'm, I'm encouraged that we have DNA to work with because obviously the DNA once and for all is going to settle the matter. All right. The name of the Netflix documentary, D.B. Cooper, Where Are You? You need to check it out. It is excellent. Eric Eulis, uh, thanks for joining us. Fascinating stuff. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Late 933-93, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. By the way, again, the uh, Netflix special is, where is? Yeah, where are you? D.B. Cooper, where, where are, are you? you? Really yeah. good uh, Netflix documentary yeah. if you want to check and, that and out. And if you want to learn more, he has a CooperCon <laughs> in Boston, Dallas, and Seattle. Hmm. So go to ericulis.com and you can okay. literally be part of a three-day CooperCon. When is the Dallas Cooper? Uh, June 22nd to the 23rd. That's cool. I'm going to hit that up. So Eric Eulis does Cooper Con. He's the founder of Cooper Con. Okay. So you know why he wants that case never be solved. (laughs) Right. Actually, (laughs) we didn't have an opportunity to talk to him, but I mean, he actually failed. Because uh, he, uh, he doesn't know who did that's it. That's right. He started this out mm-hmm. saying, oh, he started this out because I, I could figure this out. Well, you apparently didn't. not. You didn't. So oh, do your he realized, CooperCon <laughs> thing all you want. He realized that CooperCon is more profitable <laughs> than solving the case. <laughs> Maybe I don't need to solve this thing. <laughs> Maybe I'll get away with more than 200 grand <laughs> there you go. in the long run. I, yeah. That probably already happened. And Netflix doesn't dr- spend uh, Ooh, a lot more than no, that they spend documentaries. A- yeah, and he has things. one on Netflix. Let me see. I just checked it out. Netflix, Discovery Channel, and History Channel. Are they the same thing? or uh, It's about D.B. Cooper. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Jeffy's here and has a fat oh, five all right. for us. Excellent. Let's do mm-hmm. that. Well, be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat, my daily show, available wherever you get your podcast. I see where Apple has released a uh, sports app uh, for the iPhone. Mm. That's a free app called Apple Sports. It's going to show real-time scores, stats, and betting lines supplied by DraftKings. Um, pretty sure it's like ESPN's betting app is driving people to ESPN Plus, and Apple wants you to go to Apple TV Plus. So uh, they're investing billions of dollars in live sports. They're entering uh, the second-year deal with MLS, which their new season just kicked off. Um, and they acquired rights to MLB games as well. So, I mean, everybody wants a piece of the uh, live sports, man. Everybody's spending a lot of money on live sports. And I keep seeing, just a reminder, I don't know if, you know, you may want to know this, Pat, but uh, if you uh, have a, for you Apple owners, if you have the liquid detected warning appears on your screen, don't put it in a bag of rice. Now, that's just a, 
uh, used to be the case where people would say, put your phone in a bag of rice, don't do it. Uh, Apple's saying that, uh, well, small particles from the rice could damage your iPhone. Oh, wow. So Is that a new thing? I So I, they, they want you to get a new one, basically. Yeah. Well, no, they just... <laughs> That's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. How dare you? They want you to dry it out, but just don't uh-huh. do it in a rice bag. It huh. absolutely yeah. works. So just if, if the liquid detective alert appears, it works on your... Uh, on your Androids, just not your Apple phones. And uh, just uh, don't use uh, compressed air or a hair dryer or anything like that. Avoid inserting cotton swabs or other objects into the connector to try to absorb any liquid. I thought the titanium thing liquid. was so indestructible you I, could do anything to it now. I thought so, too. I mean, it came here from Saturn, right? It smashed <laughs> oh, yeah, right yeah. through the rings of Saturn before but it crash landed on Earth. if you have any of those, uh, you know, you're supposed to dry it off, you know, pat it off with a towel or let it dry out. Uh-huh. on its own well, and if All you right. have any of those uh you know those silica gel packages right oh yeah uh, you can set those on top of the phone i can for a little while okay, yes. thank you so it can survive like you said a fall from space yeah but yeah you get the near, rings of saturn and get, smashed get, right get, through yeah, them get near uh you know minute rice but uh-huh. it's game over avoid <laughs> inserting anything into Unreal. it i would say you know avoid All right. inserting cotton swabs yeah. Fisher, since we're talking about thing. Apple, did you see that your podcast is no longer explicit? Congratulations. Yeah, we mentioned it the other day. Maybe you ought to listen. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm just done helping your podcast then. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're you welcome. Were, you were yeah. home. You pretended mm-hmm. to be sick. He was home. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't want him to listen to the show then. I don't know. Right. So we mentioned that. Uh, uh, NASA, or not NASA, I'm sorry, uh, NASA paid a company to land on the moon. Yeah. But they're also uh, NASA themselves. Intuitive uh, mechanics or yes. intuitive machines? Or- intuitive machines, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. from uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, NASA is seeking four volunteers to spend an entire year on a simulated Mars mission. Yeah, in, no uh, thanks. 3D no. printed dune-like habitat. Appreciate it, but no. No, thank you. The Mars Dune Alpha mm-hmm. uh, is, uh, you know, they want to inform the plans on human exploration to the planet. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a beautiful thing. This is the second of three planned ground-based missions known as CHEPI, Crew Health and Performance Exploration Analog. This one's going to start in the spring. Okay. Um, those, Can't wait. Those participating will be compensated. It doesn't say how much. But it does say it involves a four-person volunteer crew living, working inside a 1,700-square-foot 3D-printed habitat mm-hmm. based at Johnson Space Center in Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You're going to have separate areas to work in, uh, live in, uh, works medical station, lounge areas, and food-growing stations. So you're going to have to be growing your own food. Good yeah. luck. God bless. Well, it's going to be just like Mars, limited resources. Supposedly. Yes, limited resources. Mm-hmm. Sounds like so much fun. So that kicks off next uh, next year. You have to be thirty to fifty five. You must speak English. Okay. Be a non-smoker. That's racist, by the way. You have a strong. You must mm-hmm. have a strong desire for unique, rewarding adventures and interest mm-hmm. in contributing to NASA's work to prepare for the human journey to Mars. You must also have experience working in STEM. That's, you know, science. I don't have to tell you science. No, you don't have to tell me. Technology, engineering, and mathematics. With a master's in engineering, math, biology, or other sciences, Mm -hmm. and professional experience, or at least two years of doctoral work in these areas, or a test pilot program, 
Or if you have a thousand hours of piloting experience, that could qualify you as well. Or if you have military experience or a bachelor's degree in a STEM field and four years of professional experience, that could qualify you as well. So good luck. Mm-hmm. That's just it. Good mm-hmm. luck. Man, that just... Mm-hmm. Do I want to do that? Absolutely. Do I want to do that? Um Oh, I know you've been wanting this, Pat, and I would, I'm so happy that this is happening because I want you just to shut up about it, okay? okay. Mm-hmm. Um, banknotes carrying King Charles' portrait will appear <laughs> in Britain's wallets for the first time on June 5th. Finally. All right, so why don't you just stop okay. bugging right, me? Just, it's driven okay. me nuts that there were none until now. The newly issued banknotes. Mm-hmm. Are going to be the uh, the five, the ten, the twenty, and the fifty. Uh, notes will feature Queen Elizabeth. The notes that feature Queen Elizabeth uh, are still going to remain legal tender. They're going to co-circulate uh, alongside King Charles' note. All right. And the Bank of England said new rounds of notes will only be printed to replace those that are worn and to meet an overall increase in demand. So there's going to be an increase demand they're hoping for they added the small rollout will be done and uh bid to minimize the environment of course the environmental impact to minimize the yeah. environmental and financial impact of sure. updating the notes right. and it means the public will begin to see them very gradually uh-huh. was the quote so okay. you can relax they're going to be in circulation good and uh, good. i'm excited about it i'll tell you that can't wait i'm sick of hearing you whine about it yeah it's something i feel strongly about music uh music and sports news has been dominated by your girl taylor swift mm-hmm. uh, but beyonce the queen bay still hanging around her new single texas hold'em uh she proved that her appeal crosses musical genres and uh, racked up 20 million streams Hit number two on the Billboard Hot 100, but it also made Beyonce the first black female to have the number one hit country song. Mm. She dropped two songs from her upcoming album, Renaissance Act Two. Uh, the second song, 16 Carriages, only number nine on Billboard's list. So, Pathetic. Yeah, well, I know. It's really sad. So the 32-time <laughs> Grammy Award winner uh, mm. releases the Renaissance Act Two album, Disc musical compilation march 29th mm-hmm. friday okay and uh, since beyonce i don't think is in the rock and roll hall of fame yet uh she will be one day oh, one of course day, but but she's not in there yet i thought we'd uh you know we'd take a quick look at the fan vote rundown from the latest rock and roll hall of fame nominees mm-hmm. uh, remember you could vote every day uh once a day foreigner is number two in the uh oh okay aussie underneath foreigner aussie, yeah peter frampton uh, Dave Matthews, share. You can have multiple votes a day. Lenny Kravitz, uh, Mariah Carey. I have voted for a Foreigner and, of course, share. I mean, who doesn't want share? Oh, in everybody wants share in the Hall of Fame. It's everybody. embarrassing for me to think that no one wants share. <laughs> wow. So, Aussie and Foreigner should definitely be. Yeah, 100%. And, and really, Peter Frampton belongs. Don't you think? He does, yes. Come on, Frampton comes alive. Talk about influential. So you can vote uh, online once a day through April 26th. The top five artists selected by the public will comprise the fans' ballot that will be tallied along with the other ballots to determine the 2024 inductees. Mm -hmm. So still a shot. Mm -hmm. Still a shot. We'll see. We shall see. We'll see. You know, you've been asking to see more from Phil Robertson and his family, and we listened. Cooking with Phil. 
Miss Kay and the family has always been one of your favorite parts of the shows, and that's why we brought you more of it. It's time to go from Dynasty to Dining with the new hit show, Cooking with Robinsons. Available exclusively to Blaze TV subscribers, this show features Phil, Jace, Al, and others showing off their favorite recipes, cooking up a mess of delicious food, and uh, dipping into godly wisdom in the way only the Robertson clan can. Turns out, uh, family recipes and family values really do pair well together. So, grab yourself a plate and pull up a chair. And don't forget uh, to say grace before you dig in. This show is only available if you have a subscription to Blaze TV. So if you don't have one yet, get to the Blaze and do it now. BlazeTV.com. Use the code Robertson30 to get $30 off your first year. But you got to hurry because this code won't last forever. So that's BlazeTV.com. Code Robert, Robertson30. To get $30 off your subscription and start streaming cooking with the Roberts. Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another story about Ozempic I saw yesterday. Um, apparently, people are struggling with getting off of uh, Ozempic and gaining back the weight. So it's really hard to stay on Ozempic because it's expensive, for one thing. Right. And now if it's for weight loss, a lot of the insurance companies are saying, no, sorry, not going to cover that. Yeah. Oh, I guess they had a a 60% approval rating at first. Now it's down to 25 oh, wow. to 30%. Yeah, they also, they, they uh, the doctors then went around the insurance issue and started to <laughs> saying, okay, well, you're pre-diabetic then. Yeah, and, and, yes. And now the insurance companies are like, hey. Uh, hey. We got this. Uh, That's a lot of pre-diabetic people. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Since when did 98% of the population become pre-diabetic? And then they couldn't, huh. then they couldn't get it. There's shortages of it, just like there's yeah. shortages of everything. Everything. Um, right, it's just incredible. You know, you talked yesterday about uh, not being the pharmacy calling you. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, the pharmacies have been hacked. Uh, right, you know, they're they're saying that they, you know, they can't fill prescriptions. I don't know what people do if that happens. Uh, and I don't you, either. You need your medication. I guess you need to talk specifically to the pharmacists, mm-hmm. but some of the pharmacists that I've had to deal with lately are not up to the task. Yeah. Uh, just as a side note, but I mean, I I have to call specifically now i mean we uh, and find out if a particular pharmacy like if you call if the pharmacy says you know they don't have it well then i have to have the doctor send the prescription to a specific pharmacy mm-hmm. so i have to make the calls to the pharmacy to see if they have the particular uh, drug that i need and if they do then i have to have the doctor send the prescription to that pharmacy mm-hmm. and you think you know just to be because they were in the same network that they could do just fill it but no but no no, but they no, they can't do that. Can't be that way. It's just too easy. No. My doctor just gave me a paper. He gave me a paper prescription. He said, hey, figure it out. That might be what they have to I go think back we to. Have to they go may back go to back paper. to that, but many yeah. of the doctors uh, now don't have that. They don't have paper? They no. don't? <laughs> all, doctors don't have they don't paper, paper now? Yeah. Oh, wow. I've used it all. This is, <laughs> Sorry. This was printer paper. It wasn't a special pad like nope. back in the day. It was literally a printed sheet of paper, mm-hmm. and then he signed it. Sorry, I think they have that paper. No, nope, no, they don't. No? Apparently. They Jeffy don't. says they, they don't, don't have it, Chris. Okay. So I guess no paper don't. for your doctor. <laughs> 
That's weird. I know. Well, huh? I checked the other side. Maybe your doctor's printing on two sides. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, anyway, I, I know that uh, Ozempic's getting a bad rap now because uh, people are gaining the weight back after well, that's they're not them, off though. of it. Yeah. Well, see, because here's the thing. And look, I'm no expert on weight loss, <laughs> although I did lose 55 or 60 pounds yeah, a lot. and have kept it off for about a year now. But if, of course, if you stop taking Ozempic or Wegovy or Monjero and just go right back to eating right, like you were that's before. The thing. Yeah, you will regain the weight. It's going to happen. But if you change your eating habits, and yes, I had the added incentive of diabetes to help me, you know, make the changes that I made. But you can keep it off if you do like less carbs or cut out processed sugar. Pat, I've said it you forever. Know? Everything in moderation. Every, th- thank you. I don't you. know why you... <laughs> because you are Mr. Moderation. Everything in moderation. Everything in moderation. If you live by that motto alone, you'll <laughs> you're be gonna fine. Be, you're going to be fine. Ozempic or not, you're thank going you. to be Everything fine. Everything in moderation. Very wise, Jeffy. Thank you. And as we look to you as the example, I think everybody knows that uh, it can be done. It can be done. <laughs> it I don't necessarily can like be done. That. What don't you like? I don't necessarily like your tone, but What's just the, telling you. My tone is that I'm very. Moderation. I'm admiring uh, your wisdom, is what okay. the tone okay. is. There. Right. Okay. Have you tried to get an on Olympic Fisher? No. No, I'm not doing that. No. He's not doing that. So get off him, uh, Chris. My doctor doesn't have any paper, can't write me a prescription. (laughs) (laughs) I could write you a prescription for Kexi cookies. Uh, You you want a a prescription for that? (laughs) Everything Uh, in moderation. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. What was that cookie that you brought yesterday? The turtle. Oh, so good. Yeah, you like that? The second one did not make it to the wife. Ah, yeah. Which is why I didn't make it. No, which is why I might be pre diabetic. yesterday. That's sad. That's interesting. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, well, you know what? That's I bring them in when when my wife presents me with the box. That's I bring them in and I I set them out, and there they were on Thursday. Maybe you should come every day, like we've been telling you for what? <laughs> a long time. Mm-hmm. Told him to come in here anytime he wants, and uh-huh. shows up on Wednesday and Friday. I, I can't help it if the cookies arrive on Thursday. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? But we do have the new turtle cookie, which is. Delicious. We also have for March uh, coming up the uh, mint chocolate cookie. Oh, oh those are good, too. Gosh, that's good. So good. Come to think of it, I, I don't know that. Oh, yeah, the one cookie I don't like. I forget. There's one cookie I don't like that you did. I don't forget which one it was. Then don't eat it. And don't eat it. Okay. Yes. I don't, don't eat it. I don't. All right. Good. I can't remember. What's the. What's the I don't know. The, it was, the, the, was it the pepper one? Pepper? There's yeah. no pepper cookie. Oh, the jalapeno. Yeah, the jalapeno yes, one. Yes, the yeah. jalapeno. You did yeah, have a jalapeno cookie. There was a pepper cookie. one, thank you. Yes. Jalapeno, no. yeah, I don't not like jalapeno that. cookies. Yeah. Not doing that. That was but a good one, though. Some people do. Good. Some people really like the jalapeno line. Yeah, those people, no. The contrast. Yeah, uh, but we got delicious. the uh, whole delicious line. You can. You don't have to get the ones you don't like. But go to kexi.com, <laughs> K-E-K-S-I.com, and the promo code Winter blues. This still applies. Nice. Still applies. Saves you 10% off your order. Love it. Thank you. Gexy Cookies. Nice episode. Quinn Martin production. Uh Winter blues. (laughs) Tonight's episode. It's awesome. Winter blues. All right. um, We got some amazing video uh, to share here just to kind of uh, top off the week. 
there was apparently a little wreck involving yeah. an Amazon. I don't know how this Amazon happened uh, exactly. Yeah. I don't know Fantastic. if the driver is completely blind. Um, He's deaf. Is he deaf? Yes. Is he Do seriously? We know that? seriously? Yes, he is. For real? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, okay. So, wow, that's but, but scary. Okay, so he could not. He did not hear the horn. Uh oh. So he just kept going. But still. Okay, so let's watch the video. Yeah, still, it doesn't make it that much. Don't better. park on railroad tracks. Well, he didn't. He's park. driving. Okay. Oh, I love the tense music. It makes us know Do they not trouble's have, coming. Don't they have the arms that come down? Yeah, not no, this right. one. When the plane this one did train not have is none of that. No. Okay. This one didn't have none of it, none so of it that. must have had some oh, of right. it. We no, got it. Didn't Look at this. Oh, holy crap. Oh. See, holy. see the train slunk right by. I mean, that's Whoa. close. He's lucky to be alive, No man. kidding. No kidding. No kidding. I mean, there's a... He got a sunroof now, at least. See this little... Holy... Run that back a little bit. Let's just... That was something else. Yeah. Uh, Okay, here he goes. He's going across. I love the COVID the mask. The tracks. That, that protected him. That's why he's safe. Ah, uh, yeah. The COVID mask. That's why you drive wow. with it uh, when you're alone in the vehicle, because it protects you from trains. <laughs> here it comes. Oh, oh, make the and turn. I'm going to turn on to the tracks, and... He's crossing them. And... Uh, uh, shebang. Oh. Oof. I mean, another what? Six inches? Yeah. He's done. <laughs> Wow. Uh, where's my package, bro? Wow. I mean, seriously. Uh, In the front. It's late. Ooh, it's late. Well, he can't hear you anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen Have you seen Stevie Wonder's house? <laughs> he hasn't either. Neither has he. <laughs> those just, uh, they, those are the jokes that never stop joking. Wait, <laughs> Wait, you're just going to do that? I and can't then... believe that this is it. Try, so, try it. Here we go. Say it again, Pat. I'm ready this time. Here we go. Have you seen Stevie Wonder's house? Uh-huh. No. Neither is he. Thank you. Ta-da. All right. <laughs> Fun. Uh, all right. So then there's uh, boxes of cash yeah, on the, the street here in Irving, This happened yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. I was surprised Jeffy wasn't a part of this video. Or was well, he? Well, the thing is, is that... Uh, Tell everyone your theory if you ever are in a situation where there is free cash to be had. Okay. So if if uh, if it had tipped over, these boxes mm. did not tip over. And, <laughs> and the lady that was guarding it was armed. Uh, so you'll see the video here. Okay. She's, she's along the side. There was an accident and these boxes came out uh-huh. of the truck. Yep. And they're not blowing all over. I see. All right? I see. And she's armed. She's making a call. She's guarding it. And I, you know, I don't want none of her. Wait, uh-huh. you can't take that? No, no. Big, no, not with her there. Okay. Shoot you dead. So, but, so boxes uh, of cash and everybody just leaves them alone? Yeah. Why? why? Well, she's guarding okay. them. Obviously, they have wheels on them. Huh. Why would you have it, it, it be clear? Why, you know, so show, you know that show there's the money in there. I well, guess, yeah, but they're, but they're being taken to be destroyed or going in, right? to the bank. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, oh. why would you tempt people like that? Why not just have it be completely closed off so you can't see what's inside but my plan would be if they're, if it's fly, if they're flying okay, yes, you know if, yes, if the, this is important say this like if one of those had opened and they mm-hmm. money was flying around right you would have people going crazy picking it up and i i say pick up as much as you, you can would, right? as fast as you can and then okay mm-hmm. you know you're drive, being recorded drive com- right to the police station right and, <laughs> thank you and yes. walk in with that yes. with a walk in with just a uh, like uh-huh. a hundred bucks okay uh-huh. maybe a thousand all right and say 
I'm sure you have me on video. I got carried away yep, with the I, money that was blowing well, all over the road. Or you could say I scooped it up just to bring it to you. No, I no, I, 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 I can't no. believe that. No, my I conscience got, got, I got me. carried away, and then I realized, what am I doing? That's yeah. not my money. So here. And so maybe you and turn so, in a thousand, but you're pocketing nine thousand. In the back of the car, there's at least yeah. ten, twenty, thirty. You may 000. want to make a stop before you go to the police station. <laughs> drop off that cash at the old house or something. Yeah. yeah oh, well, you know, you never take it. They wouldn't take that money to the bank. Tips keep that for in the grand larceny. From Jeff Fisher. I love it. It's wonderful. I love that's it. Great. That, that's, no, it's great. It's brilliant. Yeah. It truly right. is. Good for you. Thank you, Jeffy. <laughs> You're welcome. But you weren't brilliant. here. You didn't see that out here the other day? I. Where is that? I don't, I don't that know. It didn't look familiar. I don't, I don't know where that no, exactly happened. Yeah, it's that's down. right over it's there. there. Irving's a big right town. There. Big, big town. It it's is. right down there. <laughs> uh, speaking of trains, uh, that we I want to get into this. Maybe we'll talk about this Monday, but there was a... Uh, there's a bunch of people dying in New York. Oh, yeah. Train surfing. Uh, subway surfing. Yeah. Surfing on the subway and they fall off or they run into a. Sorry. Uh, an archway and they die. And now one of the mothers of those teens is yeah. suing New York for it. Come on now. Wow. Stop it. All right. We got overtime coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.